Hi, I'm Jamie Wincup. Hi, I'm Rick Kelly. Hi, I'm Lee Holdsworth, and you're listening to Inside Supercars. From the racetracks across Australia, and here's Inside Supercars. Welcome inside Supercars, Craig Bell and Tony Whitlock, and we're joined by a, one of Team Sydney's drivers, the Coca-Cola man, that being Chris Pither. Welcome on board, Chris. It's wonderful to have you on our show, and congratulations to you and Georgia, the birth of Audrey. Was it about the fifth? Uh, yes, the third. So, so a whole lot uh, earlier than uh, than expected, to be honest. She wasn't due until of October, but uh, obviously um, ambitious to to join us early. And um, yeah, it, it all happened uh, when I was up in uh, up in Townsville, and uh, definitely um, unexpected. And I got the phone call and I had to try and jump on the next flight to come back. But um, yeah, although it's uh, although she joined us about six weeks early, she's uh, she's getting better every day, and um, yeah, it's uh, it's been a been a great experience so far. I'm looking forward to the to what's ahead. Indeed, and I, I don't actually ever remember you arriving late on the grid, so you know she's an early arriver, so that's terrific. Um, that, that's, um, I couldn't be more pleased for you, you, you and Georgia. That's fantastic news, um, and to be doing it um, in the middle of all your racing. Um, I'm, you know, it's a pity you couldn't have been there for the birth, but I'm sure there'll be more, and uh, it's wonderful, uh, wonderful news. But Chris, it was a, a very fast campaign to get you on the on the grid in Team Sydney, wasn't it? it we haven't really talked about that since uh, the whole thing occurred. Take us back to the very early days. Was it uh, December or January? Yeah, it would have been. Uh, it would have been. Uh, nearly February when it all when it all came together, it was basically confirmed the weekend before before uh, before Adelaide that it was all happening. And um, yeah, I expressed expressed interest when I heard the team was being formed um, after Bathurst last year. And uh, yeah, it sort of obviously had a few uh, a few changes along the way there. And I, I, I sort of thought it at all fallen away uh, in terms of the opportunity for myself, but then uh, uh, built momentum as we got closer to, to Adelaide. So it was very last minute and, and, and lots of respects, but uh, but it all came together and then we made it to Adelaide and uh, we, we've been forging ahead uh, from that point on. And, and it's been it's been challenging because not only for me being being uh, you, you know committed uh, relatively late um, as to was all the was all the crew, so everyone's uh, getting to know each other throughout throughout the year. I'm getting to know my engineer and and how we communicate with each other, and and those relationships within the team are really key. So we're uh, we're sort of growing and building as a team uh, every every weekend we go racing. Yeah, you couldn't have a, a more professional and competent uh, partner in terms of the other car, Alex Davison, and the local legends car. Because he's been around the paddock, and like yourself, it, it's not been an easy road. You both had to uh, fight hard to get there, but I imagine that you both have similar aims and goals. Yeah, for sure. No, Alex is uh, is a great teammate. Uh, we've we've been friends for for quite a few years now, and then worked together away from supercar events as well. So uh, it's always nice to have someone you know alongside you in a in a team like that. And uh, we we we. You know, 
Alex has a lot of experience over the years, but hasn't been in a car more recently. So we're still able to sort of feed off each other to some degree. And um, yeah, for me, it's been uh, it's been challenging, and I, I definitely haven't been uh, been completely happy with uh, results, especially our qualifying speed. It's it's been it's been tough. We've we've had some uh, we've had some glimpses and some good good races, which has been um, you know. Um, uh, confidence inspiring and 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 rewarding, but we definitely need to improve our qualifying speed. It's been a challenge all year, so uh, we need to hone in on how we can how we can do that. I've got a bit of a an idea myself on what the car needs, but to actually um, achieve that has been has has been challenging. You're working with Nathan Leach as uh, your engineer. How well did you know Nathan coming into this season, and what have you found? Have you found that rhythm and lingo and and knowledge sharing yet? So yeah, I, I didn't know Nathan to be honest. Um, but before the, I knew I knew of Nathan. We crossed paths for sure over the years, but never had a lot to do with each other. So uh, so um, he, he's a he's a great asset to our team, and, and I've really enjoyed working with Nathan so far this year. And uh, and um, you know he's he's. Got a very uh, broad CV. Worked obviously for a long time in supercars, and 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 has done a few different things um, in GT and and different categories in more recent years. But uh, um, the the driver engineer relationship is always critical in in any form of motorsport, and and building that rapport with your engineer is key. And and we've been doing that throughout the year. And I think um, we're starting to hone in on on a few things, and and. Um, Hopefully we can we can execute what what I'm sort of chasing better in the in the last few rounds and finish the year on a high note. But um, uh, I think uh, I think Nathan knows what I need, and and we're just going to work out the best way of of uh, extracting it from the car. You talked about uh, getting contact with Jono after you heard the Team Sydney deal was coming together. What? was the impetus of making that contact and reaching out at that time. Um, what appealed to you about a Sydney team and being part of it? Yeah, the, the whole, uh, the whole program sounded, sounded exciting. Um, and, and, uh, yeah, there was, uh, you know, even at the start with James Courtney being announced as a driver at that point to, to start the, to, to start the season off alongside James was, uh, was great. He's obviously highly experienced as well, and and I knew there was a good opportunity there to to feed off him and work alongside him. And um, yeah, the the, the whole uh, the whole package sounded sounded exciting, and and um, and, and being Sydney based and different things was unique for a supercars team. So I was just keen to get involved. I I wanted to. Obviously, be be in main game in 2019 on a on a full time basis after after the season and, and the Dunlop series, and the opportunity wasn't there. So I, I was spending 2018 looking looking for opportunities, and obviously that was one that popped up. So I uh, I asked the question, and and uh, things evolved from there. Uh, a few months later, one of the big strengths that you have as a team, as Team Sydney, is that you have the alliance. Um, both of the equipment um, with Triple Eight and also an intellectual property, and the opportunity to to exchange information um, through weekends. And I I see it as a pretty strong thing that both uh, 
I know Nathan and Chris Sucky pretty well that you don't have to unload uh, egos before you walk into a truck with the Triple Eight guys. No, it's it, it's uh, the, the whole relationship with Triple Eight's uh, great, uh, and, and uh, yeah, it's a great attribute that we that, that we're uh, able to to leverage and and to to have the support from them, have debriefs with them, and and see the direction they're going with different things is 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 a great yeah a great um, aspect of of the team and and. To be able to compare yourself to, to Shane and Jamie through data and bits and pieces is, is key as well. So um, having having Stucky and 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 Nath, uh, and and having guys like that that have a you, you know um, that are known in the paddock and have a good reputation make that make that process uh, easier and and yeah it's it's important to have a good rapport with everyone you work with and and yeah help the whole process to move forward. Now, you, you had uh, one particular shining day where you came from 19th to 5th up in Darwin. Um, it obviously, you had to drive the car, um, but uh, Nathan gave you a car to, to do the job with? Yeah, for sure. We uh, we took a bit of a different approach to that particular race. Uh, we, we looked at strategies that, uh, that other people had, had taken at Sydney when it was a, a hard and soft tyre event, and we could see that Certain people had capitalised over over uh, running soft softs early, and uh, and that was ultimately um, that ultimately improved their overall round result. So we uh, we decided to do the same, and um, and we managed to capitalise not only off the tyre um, situation, but the fact we had track position um, at that particular point with my teammate as well allowed us to get in and out of the pits, and we actually made uh, made a chunk of uh, spots in the pits and then had good speed on track as well but the, the the risk with running that strategy was that we had no no solid data in terms of how long that the soft tire was going to last at that at that circuit being race one um, and and I did actually um, manage the tire to some degree through the the middle of the race until we got that uh, final safety car because I wasn't sure how early and how hard the tire was going to drop away but um, yeah, it, uh, it held in there okay, and then uh, yeah, we 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 pressed on as much as possible after the uh, safety car, but uh, didn't quite have enough to, tire left uh, to to get through. Like Scott Pye did, I, I believe he put his tires on a little bit later and, and had a bit more uh, pace late in the race. But overall, it was a it, it was a solid race, and it was just exciting to be up there and, and mixing it with with more people and and and. Similar at, at uh, Townsville on on the the uh, the Saturday race, the first event when we had a, a strong result. It just yeah, it, it it gives you confidence when you're up there and 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 mixing in and, and racing world to world with guys further up the pack. And and I think we've seen uh, on a number of occasions now throughout the season, our race pace has actually been relatively competitive in comparison to our qualifying pace. We've uh, looked at our, our speed over a stint and uh, over a stint, our average pace is is, uh, is closer to the top 10 than it is to where we qualify, which has been down around the 20. So um, I, I'm in, enthusiastic and, and, and more confident by that because I know that once we can figure out how to unlock some qualifying speed, we can definitely race further up the field. Now, you haven't raced at the Bend in a supercar, but what have you raced at the Bend before? Yeah, I've raced uh, raced there a couple of times now. Uh, first first race I did at the Bend was in a Toyota 86, 
couple of years ago as uh, in one of the guest cars for yeah, the uh, the Toyota Six Racing Series, and uh, had a ball there. It was a whole lot of fun racing in that, and then uh, more recently in uh, in the TCR car last year was, was GRM. So I've raced there a little bit um, in, in a couple of different categories. Really enjoy the track, uh, and uh, obviously got a got a taste of it in the supercar um, last year. For uh, I think we had a co-driver session there as well as uh as well as this year at the preseason test day um the day for us at the start of the season wasn't uh wasn't overly productive in terms of quality laps we were going through some the car was freshly uh built and we were going through some procedural things so we didn't we didn't get to lay down many uh many solid runs to to get a read on the car and and to get my uh sort of feeling and confidence up and, 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 uh, yeah, get some direction. But, um, overall, um, I've done some laps there. I love the track and I'm looking forward to getting back there. And with two different, uh, race layouts over two weekends, it changes it up once again to what you've done at Townsville and and Darwin in the most recent pass. Yeah, it's going to be quite, Quite interesting that I've I've driven the uh, I think that's the West Circuit that we're going to be running on uh, in the at the second event um, and I've actually driven that circuit layout uh, on some manufacturer drive days so um, it's going to be interesting it's it's got a, a, a pretty unique little uh, little corner there which would effectively be uh, turn six instead of going left at the heaven I think we're going right down there and it's it's a tricky little corner so it's going to be interesting to see uh see how that goes and and the other the other aspect of that is that uh it's not used as often um from what i understand so uh the grip level could be quite different on that part of the circuit as well but it will obviously clean up over the weekend um the only thing for me uh going to the bend that makes me a little bit nervous is the fact that the the big thing we've been struggling with throughout the year so far is is just Getting the the mid corner rotation, um, getting the front basically the front grip out of the car um, to give me that that mid corner rotation, and it's a, always uh, the understeer that I, I've been suffering from is always really exaggerated in the in the higher speed corners, and and you know I, I, I sort of class uh, the bend as being a more open and flowing circuit. So I'm nervous that that's going to exaggerate the the issue that we've been uh, battling with. But fingers crossed, we can figure a few things out and and uh, improve it in that area. And and if so, I think we'll be in in for a for a good weekend. In your opinion, is the Bend a good track to lead into Bathurst because it is high speed? It's got a mix of well, it's mostly slow steer, but it's got that mix of slow and fast steer corners. I think it's it's pretty challenging to comp- to compare. To be honest, every circuit is is so is so different. Grip levels vary. Track surface varies a lot. The the only thing uh, I guess that that would be sort of comparable is, is like you say, it's the it's, the, it's probably high, slightly higher grip circuit and uh, and more open, more flowing. So in terms of um, yeah, in terms of balance, it's probably a little bit compar- comparable, but uh, yeah, that, that's about it. And I think it, it would be hard to take anything directly out of the bend that, that would relate to, to Bathurst. 
a great deal, but uh, you know the main thing is being in the car, plenty of seat time, and uh, and it'll only feel like you've been out of the car for a few days when you rock up at Bathurst. Now, um, Chris, most people that have got their co-drivers sorted and, and announced. Um, are you in a position to tell us who's going to be driving with you yet, or is that still uh, some weeks away or days away from being finalised? Uh, I think um, I've been too involved with it, but ultimately um, uh, I think we'll, we'll be days away just with the nature of the situation with people potentially having to quarantine and different things before they go to Bathurst. So um, not sure at this point, but hopefully in, in the coming days we'll, uh, we'll know Know who's available. There's been. Um, it's going to be a bit interesting this year, I think, with uh, a co-driver situation. Obviously, um, all the the usual co-drivers haven't uh, necessarily been uh, in cars. Um, even you know, we've seen names popping up that that will be first time uh, first time at at Bathurst for for the event. So. The co-driver situation is going to be uh, going to be an interesting one, and, and they're definitely going to be thrown in the deep end this year more than ever. So I think those those drivers, the co-drivers that have the experience, uh, that have been there plenty of times before, are definitely um, definitely more of an attribute this year than ever to to go out there and have that have that experienced driver um, to to throw in um, with limited uh, seat time. Mm. Well, it was only two thousand and six when your team owner. Last, well, one Bathurst, well, last one Bathurst in a supercar because earlier in the year he won it in a in a Techno Autosports uh, uh, GT. But um, I guess you two can fight over whether the, who the uh, team boss is going to drive with. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Uh, I'm sure he'll be uh, pulling rank and, and jumping in one of the two cars. But uh, yeah, not not too sure yet who he'll be uh, who will be peering up with. But uh, I don't know. It might be papers with his rock or something like that. I'd say. Now I understand that John has been fairly busy uh, uh, filling a multitude of different roles um, within the team, um, but it, and it's all working pretty well. Yeah, for sure. You know, the, the great thing with Jono is he's he's uh, been in the car. He's raced himself. He's been involved with supercar uh, racing for such a long time now. He, he knows he knows the 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 sport inside out. So uh, yeah, he's he's a great attribute to have. And um, yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's going to be it's going to be interesting when we actually get to Bathurst, and he's um, focused on being a driver, not a not a team man- manager owner. So it's going to be a bit of a different aspect, uh, but I'm sure it'll slot in just fine. Now, you have had a number of different teams and and teammates. You've probably had uh, well, Brytek and Gary Rogers Motorsport. You've had three Bathurst with, but. You've had Fabian Coulthard, Kane Scott, David Wall, Richie Stanaway, Dale Wood, Garth Tander, all as a team as co-drivers and teammates over the years. How have you found that getting that relationship with such different drivers and different people? Yeah, it's it's always challenging. Um, as we touched on earlier, with with relationships in motorsport and and continuity, uh, to to get confidence and 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 to get results as a driver um, in such a competitive category, the more consistency you have over 
over years, the the easier it normally becomes. So, in terms of having different co-drivers, um, you know, I've I've had great co-drivers over the years, but um, the more you work together, the more natural it becomes, and and typically the easier it becomes, and the better and the better you go. But um, yeah, it's been uh, it's been. It's been it's been different, you know, trying to adapt uh, different with different height drivers. I remember driving with Wally, and I was, uh, you know, I'm not the shortest bloke, and I was reaching reaching for the brake pedal a bit with him. But um, you know, it's just different little, little aspects that you you refine over the over the time over that typically over the three events, um, and if you can. Uh, replicate that the following year, it all just becomes easier and easier. So um, that's been the, I, I guess the, the the challenge for me. It has always been a different driver, but um, I've had I've had great great teammates over the years too. And and uh, Bathurst has been good. I had a, had an awesome one there with Dale back in 2017 when we finished fourth, and and really enjoyed my time driving with with Garth as well. Um, teaming up with with him was uh, yeah fantastic. He yeah, just watching how he operates, and 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 um, yeah, it, it, without even trying, it, I was learning things just watching, watching him, watching what he does, and how he approaches things. So that was uh, that was good too. I think we 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 ended up with a with a sixth place um, last uh, in 2018. So that was a, that was a good year too. But um, yeah, um, best result of fourth. The aims always to to set a PB, so I've got to aim for the podium. <laughs> yeah, indeed. And one of the things that doesn't get talked about with yourself and, and a number of other drivers is the fact you've won four national championships. Uh, HQ Holden Series in New Zealand, New Zealand Utes, the Australian Utes Series right at its peak too, I might add, in 2011. And, of course, you got Gary Rogers' first championship in the Dunlop Super 2 Series. That's quite a resume to hold in your own right. Yeah, there's a, there's a couple there. Yeah, a couple of, um, had a few go-kart ones prior to there as well. So, yeah, it's been, uh, I've been pretty fortunate, to be honest, um, to, to pick up the champions, championships that I have. Um, in all honesty, I didn't think I was going to go far past uh Past um, go karting and, and Formula V racing with my dad because I quickly learned how much it all it all costs. But I was fortunate that uh, a number of a number of people throughout my career of uh, a number of people uh, personally and and different different um, businesses and brands have supported me since that point to allow me to continue um, chasing chasing the dream and then. Picked up a few more national t- titles along the way, so yeah, it's been it's been good. The, the Dunlop series was obviously the, uh, the 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 most recent and and um, most rewarding championship for me to win. Um, so that only leads the the Supercast championship. Now I've got to try and um, pull my finger out and and uh, somehow start getting you know moving up the field and getting some results here. I feel like I've got un- unfinished business in in, in that championship. And um, yeah, I believe I I haven't reached my potential there yet. Haven't shown my potential there yet, and and need to keep um, forging on and and hopefully get some more results there. Craig will know that my line will be very soon coming, and that is, it's not good luck that's got to where you are. It's good management, your good management in running your career and and getting the people to support you in the way in which you have. 
One of the great things that when you rolled out in the grid in Adelaide this year was you were showing a livery that a lot of people in Australia were very proud to see again. Um, Wayne Gardner showed it uh, back in the 90s, even earlier back in the 70s. I was there when Alan Moffat rolled out a Coca-Cola Mustang, and uh, I'm sure there are many, many people in this country really glad to see that uh, red and white uh, livery uh, back on the grid. So, Chris, um, just last couple of things I'd like to uh, harp on is um, what's the schedule for you now? Uh, You're on the Gold Coast. You'll go down to Adelaide later this week. Will you stay there in Adelaide? Yeah, so it's uh, it's all relatively still up in the air, to be honest. Things seem to be evolving and changing daily, but basically the plan is to go to Adelaide, do the two events there, and then get back to the Gold Coast. Um, slight possibility we can come back between those two rounds, but, uh, yeah, the plan is to do the two events, get back to the Gold Coast, reset here, and then and then head to Bathurst. But obviously with different restrictions and, and, and limits at the moment, um, it's still quite up in the air into, as to how we uh, how we travel, where we travel, and and yeah, how it's all going to work. So um, it's going to be a, an an interesting few weeks, but um, hopefully uh, we, we we get a bit more information soon and and know how it's how it's going to play out. But overall, it's been a it's been a bit of a whirlwind a few months to, to be honest uh, since it all sort of. Uh, kicked off and we relocated. There's been so much happening, and and um, it's been it's been challenging. And there's a few few things I haven't delved into, but but with with Georgia trying to get her up here, um, to knowing that we were going <laughs> to we had a baby on the way was obviously critical. And and I'm just um, over the moon that that's worked out worked out okay. And hopefully we can get little Audrey out of a special care unit. Um, in the next sort of three to three or four weeks, and and go from there. But that means that uh, I'll be based up on the Gold Coast for a little while anyway, until until uh, that's all under control. So, onto the bend, reset before Bathurst, attack Bathurst. Hopefully, I need to finish the year on a high note and uh, get back to the Goldie for a, a little period until we uh, yeah reset, and then eventually um, head back to back to home, back to Victoria, and hopefully be down there for uh, for Christmas. Indeed, Chris. Well, we'll look forward to it. Now, I don't know if you're aware of it, but um, the I worked on Coca-Cola advertising for a period of my life, and the particular design that's in the Coca-Cola logo is called the Dynamic Swirl. And um, did you know that? Yes, I did. Good to know, lad. Good to know, okay. because um, your life is certainly very dynamic. You know, <laughs> the middle of all this, this amazing year of racing in which uh, – Every team and every person involved in it should be congratulated on completing a year of racing. And we certainly will be watching very closely to see how the coming events go. We look forward to uh, catching up with you. And certainly I hope that I'll personally meet uh, Audrey sometime before Christmas. So best of luck. And we'll talk uh, after maybe the uh, second of the uh, Tail and Bend events. So thank you very much for joining us. It's Chris Pither with the Team Sydney Coca-Cola car. The joinings on Inside Supercars, Tony Whitlock and Craig Will. Thank you. Inside Supercars is produced by Thunder Media. Tune in next time for more or lock in the podcast on your iTunes or mobile device. Search Inside Supercars. 
The views expressed on Inside Supercars, including the panellists and guests, do not reflect the views of the network, Thunder Media or Sport Radio. Any publication or rebroadcast of the show without the expressed written permission of Thunder Media is strictly prohibited.